0: Hey everyone, thanks for checking out this episode of Sex with Emily. Tonight we're talking about how social media is changing the way we date, mate, and relate. Is it making it easier, or harder to be in a relationship? Are we the generation of validation on tonight's show? Also, I want to thank everyone for supporting my show. And as you know, I love to keep it free for you. So thank you for supporting my sponsors. I am obsessed with my no-no pro. I've spent so much time and money, on razors, and waxing, and getting rid of all this hair. And you know what? No-No Pro is the best way to remove unwanted hair, and there's no pain. You could do it at home. I do it when I'm watching TV. No one even has to know. Oh, it's for men, too. Whether it's your legs, or your arm, or your face. You know, guys get the hair on the back and stuff like that. You might want to get rid of it. You will love how easy this is to use, and the weeks of long-lasting results. you don't have to think about it. NoNoPro comes with a 100% 60 day money back guarantee. And when you purchase it, you'll get a $50 gift card to an award winning skincare line. Go to NoNoEmily.com. That's NoNoEmily.com.
1: Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that block our sacred institutions.
2: Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily.
0: You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can check out all of our podcasts, sign up for our mailing list. Have, Have you not signed up for my mailing list yet and you're actually a listener? I don't understand because my mailing list, first of all, if you sign up, you get the five biggest mistakes you're making in bed if you're a man or a woman. Plus, I send you emails just like once a week, and they're actually informative and helpful. And people always say, oh, I love your emails. And who says they love your emails, right? Who likes emails? So check it out. And also, subscribe to my podcast on iTunes because then you never miss a show. There's two a week. They're awesome. And then one more request for you all is that I would just love when next time you're on iTunes if you might want to give us a review. Tell us what you think of the show, right? I'm here with Anderson. Damn. Isn't it nice when people review? A few it's years nice ago, to get feedback, yeah. I know, but we charged for the show. Like, Remember when I was like, t- been trying to make a living at this for a long time? I never
1: knew you when you were whoring yourself out. You've always been free when I've known you. Right, yeah. but I did a
0: little stint, and then there was some, I just noted, there was angry people who were like, why are you charging? But we're not doing it anymore, so if you're enjoying it's the show. It's
1: worth it. It's worth five bucks an episode from the stuff that you learn about the bedroom.
0: I know, honey. How much but, have you learned? Uh, quite a bit. My wife's kind of happy. Have you? Have I don't you tell really? you what I
1: learn or what I uh, use, See, but I learned is, stuff.
0: Like really, like you take stuff home?
1: I've learned a few things.
0: What? Tell me one.
1: I've learned a couple things. Give me one. You know what? Uh, I don't want
0: to. Oh, Anderson, you're so makes me fine. uncomfortable. Well, and she'd I'm, happy be see, I'm happy to. I'm happy Okay, fine. But your wife loves me. She met. does. She we likes she quite a bit. Yes. Okay. Well, Anderson, it's good to see you. Welcome back.
1: It's good to see you, Ms. Thanks. And
0: um, I'm excited. My guest tonight is Annie Daly. Annie is a freelance writer. And she's actually awesome. She lives in Manhattan, and she's a freelance writer. She writes for a bunch of magazines. I'm sure you've seen her name. She writes for New York Post, Women's Health, Self, L, Shape, uh, Health, uh, Time Out, New York, and primarily covers sex, dating, relationships, health, wellness, diet, fitness, and millennial trends. And I actually met Annie when – hi, Annie.
2: Hey. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) How's it going? I'm good.
0: How are you? I'm
2: great. You look so pretty and tan and healthy and I've been raging the California life for about a week now. Wow, really? Yeah. Is it great here? I'm obsessed. Are you moving? I want to. Okay. At some point. Okay, good. I'm about to turn thirty and I feel like maybe that decade will be the decade of change.
0: I think it should be. Thirties are good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So uh, Annie and I met originally when you were at Cosmo, right? Correct. Which, like a year, you called me like for quotes or something. initially? Yeah. I I
2: had, I think it's because actually I listened to your show. Oh, okay. And I love then that. and then I wanted to interview you because you were so great, and so I just Aww. called you. And let me tell everybody out there, by the way, just quick little PR thing yeah. for Emily. She is the best expert ever Aww. because she's so smart and she's so real, and you just get it. A Thank lot you. of experts don't get it, you know? Do they, like, send you, like, quotes? Like- they're, like, sometimes creepy. Like, people... <laughs> no, it's true. Right. People who have PhDs in sex, which, by the way, exists, right? you know. Right. have a
0: doctorate in human sexuality. Right. Yeah. But they're more, like, technical and... A grand- little.
2: Than- yeah. yeah. You know, and they're old. A lot of them are, like, in their 70s. It's, right. like, these men who are so smart. But they don't exactly have their hand on the pulse the finger, you know? right,
0: exactly like like we do oh yeah Annie does for sure She writes <laughs> amazing stuff you got to check out and, and you're on Twitter you're at Annie M. Daly correct D-L-Y and this will all be on on the website and on and Instagram too same and on name and Instagram Annie M. Daily. yep and we and I love your stories I, and the New York Post has been big for you lately we've been so big some of those things I mean that's
2: amazing Thanks. And you're I mean, you're a huge star in most of those stories. (laughs) I know, I love it.
0: I'm like, great. Well, it's funny because my intern Madison today was was reading stuff and she was reading our church. Like, and I love that oh, the premature escalation thing. Oh, We need
2: to talk about that. Can we talk
0: about that? And she was like, That that. was so great. That was so great. I'm like, that was my quote. But we yeah, it was totally your quote. Right. Well, it was an article about do we do we connect too much Okay, because tonight's show, as I said earlier, is we're gonna be talking all about how is online dating, how is just everything, the internet, social media, how is it affecting your relationship, your ability to date? People are cheating more, they're they're breaking up, they're spying, they're snooping. I mean, it's also bringing people together. There's lots mm-hmm. of good things, but it's completely changing the way we live and function in this world. And we just have some interesting stats and tips about dating. But first, this article was about how, it's an interesting point about how we, before right. we date, if we mm. meet someone online... I think what was the article about? Tell me, it was about like, do we talk yeah. too much ahead of time? Do we so, get to like, yeah? It
2: was it was basically about when you meet someone online, right, and then you exchange info, and what happens is you start texting and emailing before you even meet the person, and that's what the article was about because you can go on these huge long texting spurts without even ever having met them, right? And it's bizarre because it's like basically the entire context of a first date happens over text, right? And the reason I got the idea for this article is that that happened to me. This guy that I met on OKCupid, he seemed cute and normal. And then he started texting me these questions, like first date questions, like, so what's your relationship with your siblings? Uh, You know? And he's like, going on any vacations lately? And I'm like, this is just so super weird. I don't
0: even know if you're cool. Exactly. Like, why am I going to waste my time? Were you answering him? Well, so
2: eventually, I was actually pretty blunt and i said listen i think you're cool and your pictures look pretty cool but i think that you should save the first date questions for the first date good for i you. actually said
0: that that's good <laughs> and then did you like him on the
2: date? um originally yes but then he turned out to be super lame and he actually ghosted me what does that mean um ooh, do i get to introduce a term right yeah now? Do you oh this is huge ghosted. what Okay, so ghosting is when a guy just all of a sudden never contacts. Oh yeah, you yeah, like yeah, it disappears. The di- yeah, yes. But it's ghosting. It's ghosting. Yeah, yeah. That's I didn't know it was called term.
0: that. It is a cosmo term. You're oh, right. Yeah. How do I not know that? They just disappeared. But I the don't premise know. of the article was like we were like why when you meet someone online and you make a connection, and you make plans for a date save it for the date. You shouldn't have right. too many textings back and forth. And I said to her during the interview, I'm like, it's like we're all prematurely escalating. It's, it's like a premature escalation of, of the date before it even happens.
2: Right. And then I think you also compared it to a microwave. It's like when you put a potato in the microwave and all of a sudden it boils in 30 seconds and then it just pops. And right. that's what happens when you text too much before you meet the person. It's right. just like, go, 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 go. Everything happens quickly. And then it you know, it ends just as quickly as it began. Exactly. Boom.
0: And then we create the problem with it too. Oh, and this is my advice for people dating online is that you you create this whole thing in your mind, like he's a really funny texter, he's 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 really interesting. she, it's great, we have such a connection and then you walk in and within two seconds you're like or whatever. Or maybe after a minute you're like, oh, I'm not that into him. But I spent all this energy getting to know you might as well just wait mm-hmm. till the date. And I don't think you should become Facebook friends beforehand. Like, don't follow on Instagram. Although some guys have asked
2: me to become Facebook friends ahead of time, and I, I really, no. yeah, yeah, no, you should not do that. No, don't escalate it, it before you meet. Because you know what else sometimes happens is they become so boring when you actually meet them that you wish you were texting with them. You wish I do that sometimes. I do too. It's like when I meet someone, I love their texting style, and I don't really like their IRL style. <laughs> so. <laughs> like i just kind of want them to go away so i can text them. exactly it's horrible i was in a relationship
0: for two years like that and like he was an amazing texter and we were together and he was like reading books the whole time so boring and i'm like yeah let's go like i'm gonna go in the next room and just text me something (laughs) funny and then there was like a stat we have all these great stats online and it said something like about how men are i'll get to it in a second but like some percentage of men say that social media obviously is making them oh 80 of women This was from ABC News. Oh, uh, It says that social media leads to faster sex. Men and women say communicating via social networking, instant messaging, texting leads them to the bedroom faster. So not necessarily before the date, but just even if it's after the first date. 80% of women say relationships lead to sex more quickly because it's so easy to stay connected. 58% Mm -hmm. of the men surveyed said flirting Mm -hmm. over Facebook, text, and Gchat helps them get women into the sack sooner. So it's all about the words because brain, we love a clever guy.
2: Oh yeah, it's not even about the words though. It's about the likes and the pokes and everything. Oh, That's right. especially the. Pokes. I fi- yeah, no, right. No, I don't mean pokes are kind of old school. Right. They I are can't believe school. I just said that. No, I get what it. What I really people mean so is the likes. People still poke lights. me though. I'm like, really? How really? did you find the poke button? It's <laughs> gone. Pokes fun. you, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Random people.
2: But, okay. Yeah,
0: it is all about the, the likes and the. It's all of that. It's um, we want affirmation. Mm-hmm. We want to feel good. What is this? And I mean, it's.
2: I would also say it's a little bit lazy on the dude's part. Just because it's like they want you to know that they're thinking about you, but they don't want to go to too much effort to let you know that. And so it's just this little thing where it's like they want to keep you in their back pocket, just kind of keep you on one of their many burners. Because and now, just, like, throw you a little like, and you get excited for a brief moment in time, and you're like, ooh, maybe that means something. Right, and then
0: we analyze, what did the like mean? Yeah. Because it's a photo of me, whatever. Did he meet, like, do you think he really meant to like me? <laughs> it's like we analyze everything. It's like, it's oh, a goddamn yeah. like. And I also think, like, texting was invented, I used to say for guys, but it's for men and women, too, because think about, like, the booty call before texting. It was like you'd call one person, you'd wait, but now a guy can... Or a woman. I've done it. You can text five people. Like, whoever shows up first or who is has plans yeah. tonight. And you just keep, like, texting and going. And we're all connected in a way that, I mean, but do you think it's healthy, unhealthy?
2: I think that, as with most most things, it goes both ways. And it's like, I think that it's healthy if you use it right. And the whole thing for me is that you have to accept it and not resist it. Because I think it's when you try to resist it so much that it becomes unhealthy because then it backfires. And if you just kind of accept it as something that is just part of life and you treat an Instagram like as something that does matter to your relationship instead of just dismissing it as like, oh, that's social media. It doesn't matter.
0: Right. Because mm, a lot of people are like, no, it does matter. Like it's everything. <clears> it's, right. It is really. It's how I run my business and yeah, connect with it, friends. It matters. It's everything. It does matter.
2: And so, yeah, I think that it's it's really important to realize that.
0: Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. So we also <laughs> yeah. talked about I mean it matters, but it's also it like does. I know. And so what about this, um okay, so there's all these studies I have here, but what tell me about your we'll go to this in a minute, but your most recent article that just came out in L online. Oh, yeah. And generation validation. Yeah. I love it. So tell me about your article.
2: Okay. So this article it was actually inspired by a friend of mine who said that she one time she got dressed for a wedding. And she went out the door, and she thought that she looked so good. She had gotten a blowout, had on really nice makeup, like loved her dress. She gets to the wedding, and she didn't get a compliment right away. And she just kind of, all of a sudden, she just assumed that her outfit was terrible because somebody hadn't told her that it was awesome. Right. Even though she thought that it was awesome on her way out the door. So I started thinking about that, and I was like, you know what? There's something to be said for that. I think that our generation, everything that's happening on social media and online, it's seeping into our real lives. And we're so used to getting all of these likes online. Right. Especially the key thing is that a lot of the likes that we get, they don't really matter. Right. It's like you can post a picture of a cupcake. And I said this in the article. It's like people will post a picture of a cupcake. It's terribly photographed it's bad lighting the frosting is like all like melty and gross it's in no way a good photograph let alone a cool creative thing to post and we'll get a hundred likes so what does that mean you know it's like i think it doesn't
0: mean they like the person so they're like oh i'm just yeah it's like an obligatory
2: like it's stupid it is stupid and so what the experts say is that that then dilutes the value of the like which basically means that when the the value of the like is diluted it means that everybody then expects them for everything and so then when you are translating that to real life it's like you're not just waiting around for something to actually matter to get liked. do you expect everything that you do to be liked right i do so yeah i it's like, like post a
0: picture on facebook i'm like god i thought i'd get a lot more likes on that like it kind right
2: of, i'm like should i take it down i know Maybe i get 100 like,
0: i got 10 it was probably lame maybe i look ugly you know
2: but here's the trick do you want to hear a trick yes Okay, and this is call actually. call my friends
0: and tell them to like it so I feel better. No,
2: uh, no, 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 no. It comes from within. This right, is about now I get to sound I pretty heavy. No, I like it. Yeah. So it's like basically, if you post a picture and then you picture yourself in five minutes going back to check to see how many people liked it, then if you if you ask yourself if you need to do that to feel good, if you don't need to do that, if you can like picture posting the picture and not looking back at it for about an hour or two and not caring, then, then I'm healthy. You should post it and then you're healthy. And if you picture yourself needing to go back to see how many people liked it right away, then it's unhealthy and you're seeking validation from other people rather than right. from yourself.
0: Which most people so, do anyway. Yeah. So so it's interesting because I was I was texting with a guy friend last night who just broke up with this girl who I told him was cheating on him. I could just tell. He's like, well she's got an ex boyfriend and they're working together in the same town right now, but she says, you know, that they're just friends and and, and and whatever. She'll tell me ahead of time if they sleep together. And I'm like, they're sleeping together, okay? I'm telling you she's sleeping with them because she was kind of seeing both of them. <laughs> yeah. Sure enough, I get this, of like, course. desperate call from him last night. He's um, like, you know, what? She, she, I, she told me she's, you were so right. She's sleeping with them. Like, she's out of town for, like, six weeks doing stuff for work. I said, yeah, I told you that. And he said, well, why? Well, this is all through te- We talked, and then we texted. He says, well, why? why? How could someone do that? Why do women need to... I'm like, well, everyone does it. I said, we – he said, is it because she needs validation? I said, actually – and this is even besides social media. I think so many of us, you know, women and men who are challenged with low self-esteem and we keep looking for other people. Maybe she's sleeping around or wants all the att- – you know, she's also like in the entertainment inter- industry, whatever. But we th- when we constantly are trying to get affirmation from the outside, it just means that we're trying to fill ourselves up. But we're like, it's like an empty hole because until we love ourselves – Mm-hmm. No, a million, I could get five million likes on something, but it'll still make me feel, it won't fill me up. It's not real. It's not until you love yourself. And I was saying, exactly, she clearly has some insecurities and because of a lot of things he told me and, and people do it for a lot of reasons, but yeah, she's probably with this guy. He's telling her she's beautiful. She feels good. And she likes the attention from men and you know, who doesn't, but in what time, at what point do you like stop? And you're like, I love myself. It doesn't matter. Cause kind of what we're saying is like, it shouldn't matter what other people think.
2: Right. And but this
0: whole social media thing is all about, like, I care if I get retweets and stuff because it helps of course. get more followers and more whatever. Like, it matters. But then it just seems so, I mean, this wasn't existing. I mean, we weren't having this conversation. I years know. Ago, and now it I runs know. the world.
2: I mean, I think that the big thing that we all have to do is you just have to stop and pause a little bit more. And that's, I think that that's the big piece of advice is that it's everything is happening faster everything is happening more quickly so it's really easy to just go 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 and just not stop and think about what you actually think right and so if you do that just a little bit more frequently and that sounds so therapisty no, which is I get stupid it. but I it's just, put just the like phone away. stop and check in with yourself which Again, I kind of sound like one of those creepy seventy-year-old men.
0: No, but it's, but it's true. So true. You gotta stop. You gotta turn. You your phone really off. have to.
2: Yeah. How about yeah. Like on
0: dates and stuff? So what about all this? Like, people, everybody on dates who who are who are using their phones or they're or in relate. Let's not even say dates because dates. I think most people know. At least on the first date, I just go to the bathroom if I want to check the phone.
2: Oh yeah. But No, we put it away. I hope. So. Wait. Side note to that, real quick. Yeah. I one time got a compliment on a date for not bringing my bathroom or my, not bringing my phone to the bathroom because he was like, "You're the first girl who hasn't brought her phone to the bathroom." And I know what you guys are doing in they there. They know. <laughs> they know. Oh
0: my god! Or they went <laughs> yeah. to the bathroom and I'm checking. I'm like, I hope. I oh don't come yeah. Back.
2: No, they know because I was complimented on the fact that I left that it on hilarious. the table. Oh yeah. Did you consciously leave it on the table? I did actually because I could see him. He was like watching me. And I was about to grab it because, of course, I wanted to check Instagram. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like oh, I did Oh,
2: I know. And I didn't. And, and you got he, you got
0: affirmed. You got complimented. Yeah, it's yeah. true. No, it's, so,
2: ladies, <laughs> don't bring your phone oh to the bathroom.
0: Oh my god! I just did it on a date the other night, but <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really like the guy. But still,
2: well, I can't help he it. You knew what you were doing he on the knew toilet.
0: What <laughs> I, was doing. I know. I know. I literally was texting my best friend from the bathroom because I'm going. Yep. I'm going to see her. I'm going to Chicago tomorrow, and. I had a text her something about my flight. I'm like, I'm in the bathroom on a blind date texting me right now. <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, you're hilarious.
2: I bet that you've responded to some of my interview emails in the oh, bathroom on probably. I probably
0: am like, Annie, I got to go. But here's the thing. Here's what we're talking about. Um, I think wait, there's yeah. another thing here. God, we have so many things about how um, – so – when our it says like this is from like time magazine something. When does our obsession with our phones, our apps, and our social media presence become like a, a fungal uh, rot on our real life social presence? Which is kind of like what you're talking about. Like, is it and mm-hmm. is it? Are you you know? There's other stats that say like the percentage of people who've checked their phone during sex or is it just oh impacting yeah that's their...
2: that's a pretty high number as I recall. I've done that. Yeah, I
0: mean not I've during, not during done oral that, sex. But... No, like I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> he was performing oral That's sex on me no it was funny because I was like wait if it's Lauren I gotta check because if my assistant I'm like because we gotta get this newsletter out I'm just looking for the last I just I just gotta check real quick <laughs> I did where like, did
2: that relationship go let me just turn the tables I'm still, on you we're for still, a second. we
0: still sometimes see each other he That's gets awesome. me but I don't but I don't want to be that but, and I read that I'm like who does that in bed? I'm like, does oral sex count? Okay, I did it during oral sex because my phone was right next to me and I was trying to get a newsletter anyway. It's stupid, but yeah, we well, just and you have good vision
2: on... in that point, so you know,
0: I've got good vision. Right? Yeah, I'm really clear. I'm going to prove it now. Do you mind <laughs> yeah. if I prove this? But that that get yeah, couples too at night. You know, it's taking away the intimacy in the bedroom. Couples are on their phones. Like I know that I'm like reading things on my phone at night, and I'm, mm-hmm. I know it's like. Studies say also, like, it's not good for you, for your, your brainwaves to, to be reading, to looking at your phone before you go to bed, and you should, like, read a book or meditate. Oh, yeah.
2: It has the blue light. It makes you not sleep if you look at it for an hour before you go to bed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I do. But. I, like, sleep with it on my pillow.
2: Yeah, While I know. charging. Do you? The yeah. Phone? Under my pillow. Yeah, under my. Well, <laughs> are right we weird? Are some... Yeah. I think we have a lot of similarities. <laughs>
0: well, it's embarrassing because my charger goes, like, right, and then I put it under my pillow so yep. it won't fall off the bed. But I literally go over and then I cuddle it. You know, it's like, (laughs) no, I I don't cuddle my phone, but I I could, you know, and I'm always looking for it because I'm always like, you know, it's just, we're so attached. And I do think that it's, it's, it's affecting our relationship. So I think that it's also a rise of (laughs) narcissism and, and it's a rise of like, you know, you think about it like when you're on FaceTime, it's like, are you looking at yourself? Are you looking at the person? Like, you know, everything that we do is trying to get these like affirmations and stuff. And I think we already know that
2: narcissism didn't exist before. But, but it it is definitely magnified now. And I think that my whole thinking about that is that you really just need to find someone who's compatible with your social media style, as stupid as that sounds. exactly. But it's like there are some guys who are just completely not on it at all. Right. And there are others who are. And if you are self-aware enough to know that you are one of those people who's always on it, then it makes sense to – Partner yourself with someone who is, too, because then right. you'll get each other more.
0: But maybe... It's, right, but, but what if you're with someone... Like, I know a guy I was dating when I first moved to L.A., He it drove him crazy. He's like, Just don't look. And that bothered me that he was monitoring me. Like, don't right. check it. Don't check it. But in a way, it's healthier not to. Like, I was hanging out with him watching a movie. Like, what did it matter on Saturday night while my phone was... Like, why didn't? Why couldn't I turn it off? I but know. I also like div data guys are like, I get it, baby, check your phone. Take it's cool. Like do it. You know, but it's it's I do think that a lot of relationships have been ruined and affected by by social media and by certain people's like addiction to their phone and and being more into their phone or their laptop than they are to their partner. Like my friend says her boyfriend, they're in a long distance relationship and now of course like six months in or seven months in, she's like, Yeah, and then he's on the iPad all weekend and it's like mm-hmm. or it's in the bedroom or it's so I don't know I guess before <laughs> that maybe we were watching T V but it's just become more and more you're just connected with everyone and I don't know how healthy it is.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It really I go back and forth on the issue. I really, really do. And I think so much of it depends on who you're dating at the time. And, you're right. and it really does because, you know, if you're with someone who understands and who gets it and won't be monitoring you, then it it's fine because you both know your limits. And and that really gets back to just accepting social media as a part of life. Right. Which is what I really have just come to conclude with right. all of this stuff, is that you can't ignore it, and it's like it's a it's real, it's here, and it's, right. it's, not it's going an anywhere. extension. People used to say that it was like you're a different self. It's kind of the same self, you know, and that and well, that's what you really need to focus on.
0: That it's 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 a, how is it the same self though? Because what if you're projecting a certain and you want to project something that isn't really. Is it really the same you or are you like only posting you in certain light? You're not like when you're crying on your bed and depressed?
2: Oh, I know it's like when you're
0: out with your girlfriends having a good time, but like the, like people always make like, you're always out. I'm like, I never go out. I'm like, because you see me on Instagram or it's a, you know yeah. that's another weird thing that when you talk to people, they're like, God, it seems like your work is taken off or you're so busy and I'm like, I've been home the last three nights work, you know, but the yeah. but social media, if they see three of my pictures a week or whatever it looks like that I'm, you know people just make these assumptions about you. Oh, I and know. I am out, and- but I'm also home a lot doing other things and in my pajamas and my Uggs just hanging oh, out. Oh, yeah.
2: You know? So. I know, it's true. I think that we just need to rely on the smartness of people to understand that that's the case. And I think there has been enough, there have been enough articles about that recently and people understand that it will be weird for me to post a picture of me and my Uggs with like no makeup on and my retainers in, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> Which, by retainers? the way, I totally still wear them. <laughs> Do you wear them when From you're out with a guy? seventh grade. No, no. Do you still wear it in seventh grade? From well, seven, I mean, it's I lost, from seventh grade, no, right. and I'm now 29. Yeah, and you didn't lose it. I d- have not lost it. I, lost I get mine it like adjusted sometimes. Yeah, Your teeth are very nice. Thank you. It's, yeah. You know why? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's so funny because I, yeah. I lost mine like a week after my brace. It seems more and more people are using. Is the my? Oh my god, my phone! Whoa, my, what just happened? I don't know. I opened something, something is that's happening. playing. Oh, I hate when that happens. Um, so, and then and then the whole Facebook thing. So here's an article about faith. That's what I was opening. It says that um. Okay, so we said that it leads them to the bedroom faster. And then 10 years ago, people would have have to go on several dates to connect and share the same amount of information. So social media and texting are cutting out the middleman, allowing daters to flirt. And uh, is this easy access hurting us, helping or hurting us. And 51% of people said that, this is from an ABC poll, between iPads and cell phones in the bedroom couple's time isn't as intimate as it used to be. And that people are, you know... Using it during sex. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I just admitted that. It wasn't actual sex. It was oral it was, sex.
2: Yeah. It was, th- that is a distinction with a difference, as okay. they say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. I actually, I think that it's different when you're dating versus when you're in a relationship, honestly. Right. Because I think that when you're dating, it really does help you get to know a person, especially Instagram. I'm a big Instagram Every- into your life person. Right. Because... It just, it really is a window into who you are, especially because people use it frequently. And you, you can't really put on that much of a front when you're on it all the time. And you're kind of documenting your day to day life, well, you know? But so tell it's, me about
0: like, do you, so, cause I don't really like, do you have a strategy with your, like do you post certain things? Do I, I hope I follow you? It'll follow you. I want to follow you. I think you do. I follow do I? you. Okay, good. Oh no. <gasps> I'm going to follow you after this. But but, but what do you – mean? because everyone's saying that Instagram is the – I'm sex with Emily on Instagram.
2: She's Annie M. Daly. But
0: but what do you mean? Like how do you think Instagram more so than Twitter
2: or Mm -hmm. why do you think that's – Well, because I think that first of all, we are all visual creatures and it's – our eye is just drawn to images more than words, I think. Right. At a fundamental level, especially with our just – you know, our low attention span. It's just the picture grabs you. So I think that's what the, the main advantage that it has over Twitter. And also it's, you know, it gives you, I, I like to think of Instagram posts as a little mini magazine, every single post, because it gives you a chance to show people how you see the world. And then you get the chance to caption it and it, you tell them your thoughts about it. And it's like a direct insight into your brain. And it's just, it's more I always so... I feel like it's
0: so random. I'm like, oh, that's funny, but I'm not thinking about it. Calc- but I guess but it is. It's, it's because you because think I- it's
2: funny. Right. There's actually... So there's an app. It's um, it's new. It's called Glimpse. Did I... I think I interviewed you for this story. Yeah. I <laughs>
0: remember this. Okay.
2: So it's basically... It's a combination of Instagram and Tinder. And they say that it's really, really rising and it's about to you know okay. be up there with Tinder. And what it does is it allows you to pick nine of your favorite Instagram pictures that you think represent who you are and that's what people look at and that's how people judge you is by your Instagram photos and that's a dating app it's a dating app and so then if you like somebody's pictures then you start talking to them and you're like yo I love that sunset picture that you took I also like to take sunset pictures right And And that's how you start the conversation. And I've been hearing
0: that more and more from people who said, oh, Mm -hmm. I met this guy. I didn't get his phone number. I didn't get anything. But I got his
2: Instagram account. So now I've
0: been liking his photos and he's liking mine. And it's so
2: interesting that how it connects people like that. You're right. Absolutely. Because it's like it's the gradual and the post I actually called it insta love. And that's what it is. And this was which this was
0: a story. It was called um,
2: if you just type in. Annie Daly, New York Post, Insta Love. It will yeah, probably pop up. Yeah, Insta Yep.
0: No, I have it right here. Yeah. I have so much here about about your stuff. So yeah, Insta Love. Um, f- article fighting love on Instagram versus Tinder. Is that the one? Yeah. Okay. So we need to talk about Tinder too. Oh yeah. Instagram. Yes, but we do. What were you just saying before? I just cut you off.
2: I was just <laughs> saying overall that I really that Instagram. It to me that's the thing that makes dating the easiest so are because you on I blimps? can. I'm on Glimpse, Yep, I'm on all of them. I'm on Glimpse, I'm on Tinder, I'm on OkCupid, I'm on whatever, you know? Okay, we gotta get into
0: all the Tinder, because there's so many, like, but there's so many um, theories now. Like, I was talking to one the other day at a meeting, of course, it was about, like, a professional meeting, and then, like, after the meeting, she's like, okay, so I'm on Tinder when everyone has their questions. She's like, I heard the first photo is supposed to be this and this side the one that catches them and the second one has to be your playful and I'm like really like there's all these strategies but we're going to get to that in a minute first I'm going to uh, talk about give it a little word shout out to our sponsors here I want to thank everyone for listening to the show and for supporting my sponsors who help keep this show free so I got to talk about good vibrations Annie do you like sex toys Somewhat. (laughs) Somewhat? Okay, got it. We'll talk about that because I can give you some. Um, So one of the reasons you're able to listen to us for free is because of the incredible people at goodvibes.com because they carry all the best sex toy brands. You can get the Vibratex Dahlia, which is amazing. It's like the new updated rabbit, but even better. The girls. Yeah. Hello. If you have a rabbit from the 90s. Yeah, come to my office. I actually have that
2: from Cosmo. You do? Yeah, I did a vibrator story one time, and I just got like tons of vibrators just sent to me under my desk. Oh, I will. I'm going to update it, okay? Because I need
0: to send you new ones. (laughs) Okay. Um, There's the girls from Vibratex, and when you use coupon code Emily, you can even get the strongest, most orgasmic vibrator of all time, the Magic Wand. So go to my site, SexWithEmily.com, click on the Good Vibrations banner to see my favorite toys. Because you know I've tried them all. So if you click on the banner, you'll see my store and all the things I love. And use coupon code Emily 20 for 20% off, with it, which is a great deal. And good vibes.com only carries the best brands. Like nothing that's like toxic and going to hurt you. And they're all the best things in the world. So you got to check out. Also, I have to tell you about Promescent. So, Annie, you might know this. One in th- not from personal experience, but from your writing prowess. One in three men suffers from premature ejaculation. But you don't have to anymore because Promescent... Is here to save the day. It's a quickly absorbing delay spray that allows you to have the sex that you want. You don't have to think about your like baseball or your great aunt Margaret because you don't want to ejaculate. You can focus on your partner's hot body now that you have the time to make them orgasm. Permesin also closes the orgasm gap because you know it takes men like three to five minutes to orgasm, it can take women 18 to 40 minutes to orgasm. So, what do you do then? You can still take Premessen if it's not even that you come too quickly but you want to double the time that you last. It closes that arousal gap. It helps you last twice as long and thousands of urologists are recommending Premessen. It's the only FDA approved treatment for premature uh, premature ejaculation. Go to premessen.com to find out more and uh, you'll love it. So, it'll change your life. I promise. Okay, so Annie, Tinder. I know you've got Ooh, a lot to say on this. So, I you've do. been on Tinder. Are you still on it actively?
2: I am actually. <laughs> Did Real quick, have you funny been story about. I have. Oh, so love
0: it! Here's... The travel Tinder. <laughs> okay, yeah.
2: That's well, all I have two... I about the Oh man, I have two huge Tinder stories to tell. The first one is that I have been in California for the past week. I'm visiting my grandparents in Laguna Beach. Okay, bad? So, it's about so an you got to get right out of the house anyway. Just kidding. So away. well, yeah. So they're 87 years old, and I was. They brought me to a happy hour with them, and it was all of their like, at, like two in the friends, afternoon. right? Right. No, it was at five o'clock okay. actually, Good. and they were you know taken back some glasses of wine let me tell you i love it and so i decided to introduce all of them to tinder <laughs> I lo- oh my god i want to film that that's amazing it was so funny so they were all so i had a bunch of you know like 80 year old people just surrounding me and we were going through all the dudes on tinder who were within a five block radius and they maybe messaged some of them it was so funny i wrote to one of them hey my grandpa thinks you're cute <laughs> Did it work? Yeah, he wrote back. He was like, hey, what's up? How's it going?
0: Do you do you message them first when you
2: match sometimes? Yeah, I do all the time. Okay. That's the thing. I mean, they message me, but I have no problem messaging them that's first. That's good. That's that's but bold. Okay. It is bold. Yeah. it's like why wait. I don't really think about it, to be honest. That's like my whole thing with Tinder. And right. this is with all of my friends and all of the stories that I've written about it. What the ultimate conclusion is just from, you know crowd talking to the crowd is that people do it randomly and don't really put that much thought into it and a lot of people think that people are thinking about it more than they are. You mean and as far like, as their
0: profile or as far as just swiping just and picking? Swiping.
2: It's like people do it it's like when game. they're on the couch, watching T right. V it's just like this absent minded way to kill time. And no one's really doing it seriously at all. Or when they're drinking. And it's kind of like when you're waiting in line at Trader Joe's right, or something right. and you just like, you're, you know, you're done looking through Instagram. You've seen all the pictures and you're like, what's yeah. next? Yeah, do right. I tindering. go around. I
0: do a loop. Yeah. Right? Face, Facebook, Instagram. Right? Yeah,
2: totally. Just do a little swipe. Right. And what happens to me sometimes is I'll like get into it for, you know, I'll like go on a Tinder binge for a right. little bit. It is a binge and, I'll just and then, then you like, feel dirty
0: sometimes. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I'll just message a ton of guys, wake up in the morning and I have all these responses and I'm like eh over it right
0: right that's what I did I got so <laughs> I don't hear out. right
2: back right exactly yeah.
0: you're like that was my moment last night or I was oh totally like, yeah and then you know, do they ever go hey and they message you again
2: yeah yeah and they'll be like one time this guy I went on a tinder binge and I messaged him and I was like hey you're cute so of course he writes back and it, by the time he wrote back I wasn't even interested right and so then he keeps messaging me, and he's like, "Just so you know, there's a guy on Tinder who would love to take you out for a drink." And I'm like, "All right, well now you've Did reached you delete creep him, status. right? Did you just <laughs> so. block,
0: block." I know I had a guy who, who was posting. I, I think we matched, and then he messaged me, and then he messaged me again a week later. A week later, and then he said. Here's a graph of our relationship. And he was like, what? he did a thing and he was like, like a nosedive. He's like, here it was here. And then we've got, and I'm like, our relationship. Because he's been texted he like probably messaged me six times and I just never answered. He's like, ooh, like a downward spiral. You so
2: seriously premature escalated. He
0: prematurely escalated. I'm like, our relationship, I didn't get back to you, but he was kind of be funny. But whatever. Yeah, so
2: how did you respond to that though? I didn't
0: respond. I didn't respond right. to any of his messages. We just matched. And then he said, hey, like your photo. And then I didn't answer. And then like a week later, Hello? And then like a week later, like, so I guess this might not work out. Like it was like one of those like swingers, you know, remember. Like Like, you should have just
2: written back, like, let's just talk about the fact that you made a graph for someone who you've never met. Like just let that marinate for a second. Exactly, exactly. Like like, could you just Right. There's something probably more
0: productive you could be doing with your with, with, with your time for sure. Yeah. So Tinder, a recent so there was a study also that said that um Twenty-one percent of taken respondents, so people in relationships, admitted to using dating apps or websites behind their partners' back. Forty-three percent mm. were on Plenty of Fish, thirty-seven oh, yeah. percent on Tinder, and twenty-nine percent on Match. Like Match is full on. Like you're paying. That's weird. You're
2: paying for Match. I know. I've heard of people who do, and OkCupid too. I've heard of people who are, you know, they have boyfriends and girlfriends exactly. and they go on. I mean, I think to me the first thing that comes to my mind is you're just in it for the cheap thrill right and it's you want that like little blip of validation you want to know that you've still got it even though you're in a relationship this is what happens
0: in relationships you know? i think with a lot of people yeah. who've been in long-term relationships like women are like i don't feel sexy i want to feel desired and men too who don't feel appreciated and loved by their wife they're like i'll find someone out there and then i think that's why people have affairs they're like here i've been in this relationship this my my partner doesn't tell me i'm beautiful anymore make me feel mm-hmm. good but here's someone who thinks i'm so great and that's gonna make me feel good and again it goes back to all goes back to self-esteem oh it totally does because these people are, it's like affirmation nuggets is what my ex-boyfriend one of them used to call it because i used to say to him like tell me something good like we'd be emailing this was before like we were texting we would just email and he's like you need a little affirmation nugget emily
2: yeah, I think you're really
0: hot. I'm like, great! I feel better. Thanks, seventy <laughs> yeah. day. I'm gonna go back to writing or whatever, you know. Absolutely. We need and you also do get like a dopamine rush every time you get a text or a like. Yeah. Oh, a-
2: that's a proven fact. Right. And I, I see it. Yeah. And, and that's I why think we're also addicted. It, it's like it's a they... true on addiction. Oh, it Tell definitely on. is. Yeah. yeah. So 100 because because it's so instantly accessible, then your body becomes used to getting that, and so it becomes harder to get it from within when you can so easily get it from. Right. From everyone else. Other people. I mean, yeah. I can't
0: not check it. I almost feel like I want to do like a detox of my phone. Like I usually do these 10 day I... silent retreats, these meditation retreats, which I actually want to yeah, do, do again. What do you think
2: about those? Oh, do I've those... done it.
0: Yeah, it works. I mean, it works. I mean, it's, it's like anything. It's like I haven't done one in like eight years. But for me, meditation has been like the even though I am not as good at keeping up with the daily practice, I can like do these 10 day things. Where you have no phone, no reading, no writing, no it 's called Vipassana, i mean there 's mm-hmm. different ones, but i I did the first one in Thailand like fifteen years ago, but I would just yeah, you meditate from four a m to ten o 'clock at night you can't and you just sit and you're, you meditate and it 's just it 's so i mean it 's hard it 's the hardest thing in the world because you can 't oh, yeah can 't do anything else, but you really just learn to recognize your mind and learn how to calm it because so many of us let our minds we're so impulsive, especially with mm-hmm. our phones and everything and we, we let our minds control us rather than learning how to control our minds and our thoughts. We're so much more reactive than proactive. And, exactly. And then your mind, but you're sitting there. I mean, I was there for 10 days. It wasn't until like the eighth day that I finally felt that I was actually able to, for five minutes straight, not have a thought and just focus my breath. So for me, it was a really good experience. But like I can go off the grid for 11 days, like literally off the grid. Like people can go on vacation now and they've got their phones.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that when you go off the grid for that long – then when you come back, obviously you won't be able to keep that up. But if it does work for some sort of jumpstart, that's what, that's, what like, that's what those retreats are. Like if you were to do a digital detox, that's, isn't that what yeah. they're called, digital yeah. detox or so – you know, you read about them. I've I've never done them myself, right. but it would be a jump start. And so it's like it gets you really conscious and focused on how addicted you are. So then you can come back and maybe manage yourself in more of a normal and way. That's the
0: hard part. Right. Is integrating and into your daily life. Exactly. Like you can do anything if you're on a mm-hmm. monastery somewhere and, you
2: right. can't, and no see that's stuff. like the danger with them though is that people think that like you come back and it will just magically transform you into the perfect balance. It won't. I think that the only thing it does is it just makes you conscious. It makes you conscious and of so it. so then you have to really come back and learn how to do that and in how to, your day-to-day. Exactly.
0: And that's the part that – I mean I yeah. still try like even if it's five or ten minutes, but it, it's very it's very hard. But I know that it's the – for me and for a lot of people I think, all the stress and all the anxiety in the world, If people truly learned to meditate, to get into their mind, to, to mm-hmm. get out of their mind and just to learn to focus and relax that they would just be – there would be so much less anxiety, so much less mm-hmm. stress in the world. Because I think that we're caught like, the ADD, like, I literally have ADD. I mean, I, I really, truly do. But then it, with the phone, like, yeah, we, we all have it, right? Because we're getting oh, yeah. pulled in a million different areas. So how do you have a linear thought? Like, when you're writing. So you do a lot of great writing. I love all your all your stories. I love your voice. Your, um, your voice Little
2: validation. Here we go. Oh, no, no. I mean Bring it, though. Like, I lights. really <laughs> like your voice.
0: And so my, my assistant, they're reading all your stuff today, too. Like, Aww, I really thanks. do. Like, I think you have a great voice. And, and I... But like how do you write? How do you sit and do it with like your do you turn off your phone ever or do you
2: I, I'm the opposite. I actually use my phone. I use those little pick me ups to keep me going. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that for better or for worse. It's just what I do. And I think that everybody just finds their own way. But yeah, I mean I check Instagram, like when I'm writing, I check Instagram so much it's like unhealthy. Aren't you glad that but, no
0: one can see how often you're checking your, your stuff?
2: Yeah. Like there's no way to and say I, like she
0: was just on two minutes ago. Like it does on Tinder, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, good thing. So wait, so tell
0: me about... Did you go it's, on any dates this week on Tinder and then...
2: No. Well, that that's the funny thing is that I, I have gone on a couple binges with my grandparents because now we keep going out to dinner and every time it's like whenever somebody new comes, they're like, let's
0: talk about because Annie's they've Tinder. Never <laughs> see,
2: they've never seen anything like it. Oh, yeah. So in the middle of the night, I keep getting all these random messages. So funny. Um. But so no, I haven't got any dates. But I will say that the another time that I... Tinder traveled, that's what I call it. Is that I lived in Costa Rica for the month of April. I think I told you yes, that. Yes. So I'm Tinder in Costa Rica. Oh. <laughs> Can you Tinder in Costa Rica? <laughs> Tell the, me. Yes. So basically I used it in Costa Rica to meet all of the locals. And the funny thing is that there I was staying in Tamarindo, which is a surf town. And when you go abroad, it's like everyone's on Tinder. But it's kind of different when you're abroad than when you're here. Because right. here, people use it as more of a hookup, dating app. There, it's actually a really good way to just meet friends. Right. And when you're traveling. They, when you're traveling. And it's like, I went on all of these Tinder dates and nothing happened with any of the guys except for that I really became good friends with them. Because right. they just wanted to be friends with American girls. So it's and they weird they weren't what You felt they safe. They weren't enough. creepy. Yeah. It's like one of them you know, they were all, like, local Costa Rican guys with dreads. So hot. Like, surfer boys. Six yeah. packs. Oh, yeah. That's the whole hot. thing. Oh, That's yeah. so fun. And then there's but
0: no, like, and you know that the, there's not a, even if something
2: did happen, you're on vacation. Yeah. Even though it
0: didn't. But you're also making friends and connecting. That makes sense.
2: Exactly. And That's it's right. like, obviously, I probably could have made a move. But it's interesting to know that when you use Tinder abroad, that it does kind of take on a different form. Yeah, so it I does. highly A recommend. Good know. So, any other Tinder tips or stories? It. Like,
0: what do you think about the the pictures and the the? Or have you heard all these theories about like the first picture has to be this and the second picture? And
2: I have. I I think that it's more about what you say first. Like, just don't say, "Hey, what's up?" Right. You know, Let's you have talk to talk about say the first message. And this it's is all first for message. this is for even
0: online match anything Facebook. What do you recommend the first message to say?
2: I think that you need to look into their. Pictures and see if they offer more than that one picture. If you think that that initial headshot is cute, look into their other ones because they'll have like two or three others and say something specific or like, Where were you in this picture? That looks cool. Like, Oh, I recognize that background was this so and so beach. Just some sort of question that shows that you actually are talking to them specifically as opposed to just like a nice pick copy paste thing that you're doing to like 20 girls. Is that what guys do? Oh yeah, it's like you get these messages. I mean, I know that he has sent this to every single girl in Oka Cupid. Like, like you what? Like I'm what'd possibly? you get? Give me example. I, like oh you man. could just tell. Guys, Let we know me. your
0: we know your dig, we know your jam. Okay. Like
2: you know, like you're you have such beautiful eyes and such a nice smile. I'd love to get to know you. It's like that's so vague. Right. Exactly.
0: I always tell guys to be specific. Don't just say she's nice eyes. Like I always say, like, like I have this dark circle around my eye, like this brown. I'm like. Like I love when guys are like, God, your eyes are so cool. You have the coolest ring. Like notice something yeah. specific like around your eyes and it just makes me melt. I'm like, oh, you're noticing me. You know, like you notice something. It's not just like, you know, yeah, you look prettier, or whatever. So the and first it's also less to overwhelming
2: specific, too for the girl to be the recipient of the compliment when it's a really specific thing. Right, because then it's like it shows that they care, but it's not like oh, you're beautiful and you're the answer to my everything. Exactly, you it's are absolutely like, overwhelming. Right. You know? I know. And it's, it's so, like hey, right. you have it, nice dark hair. I'm ex- like Thanks. exactly. I know. Right, right, right. You're <laughs>
0: like what, what? So, so dating. So, have you dated online and other sites or anything? Or have you? I
2: have. I do OK and that. Any other I've tips had... for that, or that you've written about, or like the trends with online yeah. dating? Um, I think that with that. Let's see. I think it really does come down to the message and don't make it too long. It's like usually they say that about a paragraph is the best. And just really be specific and look for something that actually is makes that person unique as opposed to something that just applies to everyone. Right. So pick something out, ask a question, say like, Hey, I you know, I like that picture of you at a Radiohead concert I like Radiohead too or just pick something out of their profile that they say that they like and just talk about that right because obviously everybody knows what you're on there for it's like let's just back up for a second and remember that you're on an online dating site to go on dates right and get to the date first and don't like message back and forth
0: right don't do it that's what we we started with the premature escalation don't do it too many times beforehand like if you make a date in two weeks like you maybe you can text to confirm oh we talked about this too for yeah. your article but your New York Post piece like we could text to confirm maybe and text once or twice but not exactly a whole like so where'd you where'd you grow up
2: right it's stupid What's and it's favorite like, color? I mean, don't try to be smooth or anything on it it's like remember the fact that you're on an online dating site so are they why did you sign up for it to go on dates so just go on that. Are you looking for a relationship? Exactly. <laughs> you know, just go on the frigging date.
0: Like, I mean, it's so much. It's, the thing is, I love dating, and and so I haven't online dated yet, really. But I, 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 mean, I did do a few. T- I actually had a live Tinder date in the studio. Did I tell you that?
2: You did tell me yes. that. That's amazing. And so it was
0: fun. And Anderson, I was just listening to it, the live Tinder date, because I'm listening. I had, I never listened to my shows, but I listened to that show because I'm, tr- I have to pick out a few podcasts for something, and it's pretty damn funny. I is think that? he
1: liked. Uh, I think that he and I hit it off more than you and he hit it off.
0: Yeah, oh, that's yeah? true. And then I right like after I uh, listened to it, I he messaged me on Facebook this morning. Ooh, that's, that's a
1: sign. Vibrator. You no.
2: guys got have baby. I
0: thought that no, we're not going to Facebook
2: message as opposed to text. That's an interesting. Well, because we're friends on Facebook.
0: Okay, but that's why. But we're not like really texting friends because I I wasn't into him. I didn't want to kiss him. Okay, so that happens. So, this is
1: public. People can hear this.
0: What? That's I don't, mean. But he's not listening. What? No, no. I mean, we just never texted after date six I months like ago. I like that dude. I know. You really like. him. Said
2: also he, he would the... definitely Anderson, just to play devil's advocate, he would know that she didn't want to kiss him because she didn't not Because she didn't, yeah, it's <laughs> a good point. If, and if I she didn't hear did, from then today he, until he sent me a link to He a, was talking um... about
1: how he liked the dark circle in your eye and he was did going he? on and on. No, no, we didn't. All right. Let's, hey,
2: let's just like down. let's just be Break real down, here. Yeah. You can tell when people like each other. Right. <laughs> like it's not not that. I feel
0: like I know, but I have this habit that the I don't want like to say it's a habit, but what I do is I, I, I can talk myself into, to. whereas men decide in 30 seconds I'm going to sleep with her or not, but women, do you ever do this? Oh, like, yeah. I like him. I don't know. I'll give me a second, third chance, and then two years go by, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I am not that, that used to be a pattern that would last two years. Now I'm pretty good after a few months, but we can, women can kind of like rationalize or mm-hmm. think, well, maybe, or a lot of women want to change a guy, oh, you know? Oh, Yeah.
2: Can't, you can't do that. Can't. can't.
0: No one's going to change unless they want to change. So you're. So you are single, actively single. New York. Dating. I'm actively Tell single. Tell me about yes. New York
2: dating life. All right. Well, I think that it's really hard, and a lot of it is that the guys are just so ambitious, and it's really hard to date them because they don't have a lot of time, and most of them put work first.
0: They do before you. Now, yeah. But see, and, this is right. we we had lunch, and you said that. I said, well, maybe it's the guys that you're attracted to. Cause not, it's
3: true.
2: Eh,
0: you're attracted to the guys it's, who are driven, but then you have to look at that, like that you're the common denominator, and it's not like every guy in New York is like that. But that's what you're attracted to is but drive, lot, ambition. But yeah, it's true more so than here, when everyone's like in coffee shops and they're like actors slash waiters, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, totally. Everyone, like, there's no one that that is it's working. True
1: yeah. though, with you though, Annie, because I've met like literally hundreds of people in here, and yeah. Yeah, I think you're the first person to say. So tell me exactly what it is that you do here. You know, oh, I, yeah? You try and figure out what people do. Yeah.
2: Oh. 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 <laughs> like what Anderson? That. You said Anderson. Or is, is, that the I re- did. is
1: that the reporter in you?
2: I am. A reporter, a reporter. But I know. I don't know. You. No one's ever duty.
1: asked me. No one's ever asked me what I do.
2: Really? I don't even ever. know what you do.
1: I do everything.
0: He works the board.
2: No, I mean, does you were walking so. around. You Engineer. were a person in the room where I was, and I wanted to get to know you.
1: It was nice. She's I liked nice. it. I, I appreciated it. <laughs> <that>. He's
0: <Annie's laughs> awesome. So New York is challenging for that for the men, but I no But New York is more so than. Then elsewhere, I know, because people, it's a, it's a rat race. Like, you're always, you're working, trying to make money. You got to really make a, m- a lot of money to live there. And mm-hmm. do you feel like there's that whole bigger, better deal thing going on, too? Or just more that people, like, like they're looking over their shoulder that there could be someone else? Or oh, do you yeah.
2: Think? Oh, for sure. It's both. It's like, first, it's the ambition curse, which is what I've called it, which is that everybody wants somebody who's ambitious, but then the very quality that you're attracted to is the very one that makes you not able to hang out. Yeah. So there's that. And then also there's the fact that, yeah, of course, everybody knows that everyone is on so many sites. Right. And also meeting people in real life. That's the whole thing. Exactly. It's like you're out of bars and you're meeting people. You're on Tinder. But the weird thing is it's all so casual. And right. And it's, it's like when you're on all of the sites and all of the apps, like I'm on all of them. What do I have to say for it? It's like I've been sitting here for an hour. Have I told even remotely any sort of cool thing that's happened from being on all these sites? I guess not. Maybe not. Well, have you met any relationships or anything happened? I've had little flings here and there that have been fun, but definitely all of the people who I've really seriously dated haven't been from online. It's like, I think it's more of a supplement to a lot of people. And I know that a lot of people have found relationships on them too. Which again, it's like when you try to generalize these things, let's you—it's just all so individual. And of course, some people have met their boyfriends and girlfriends. Right. So that's good for them, but also, uh, I think a lot of people are in my shoes, which is that it's this supplemental thing that you do sometimes. You don't really have a rhyme or reason to when you do it, how you do it.
0: And I think, it's but don't like, you think people are meeting? The thing, do you think it's a problem that people are meeting? That there's so many more opportunities now? Because, like, I, I can't tell you how many... We actually were going to get in some emails in a second. I wanted you to help me answer some emails from listeners. Ooh, but, it's, but it's, But it is that so many people are saying, like, oh, I, I, my boyfriend left his Facebook page open, and I noticed that he'd been messaging his ex, and there's all this, like, mm-hmm. ex, why you friends with your ex, why did you do this or that. Like, there's all this, like, secretive stuff going on that people are doing online where they think they can't get caught, and a lot of it is Facebook. They say Facebook is responsible for, like certain percentage of divorces and stuff like that because your ex you can like i think i'm friends with all my exes from the last since college on my on my site you know yeah it's
2: like it's kind of weird to defriend them it almost shows more about you that you care so much
3: exactly (laughs) and the whole defriend. do you defriend
0: an ex do you not like i'm so friends with my ex but now i'm like he's got this cute girlfriend and like every day i see him and my my sister Lauren was like huh can you just look and she went to my computer and she took him off my feed i'm like but I kind of liked it in this really, like, masochistic way. Even though I didn't like them when I broke up, I was like, but I like seeing their photos, but I don't. It makes me feel good and bad. And have you read the studies lately that people who spend more time on Facebook end up feeling more depressed?
2: Oh, yeah. There's all these studies yeah, because, about that, too. Yeah, because, I mean, too. that comes down to comparison. Because you're – because it gets back to what we were saying. Like, everybody's posting pictures of their best selves, which you have to just really rely on everyone right. to understand that that's happening. Right. Right and hopefully everyone gets that, but then of course when you're looking at somebody's best self life, then you automatically compare your life to theirs, and it right. doesn't look as glamorous. Exactly. And so therefore, you are depressed. And they said that the so, more
0: they get depressed, the more time that they spend online. There was like all these these stats, and their relationships yeah. are worse because it's bringing up all these issues because they're checking their partner and why do you like this girl's photo? I mean, I my best friend oh, liked yeah. my ex's it's like photo it you on Instagram. Heart Instagram. sometimes. Oh, yeah. I called him <laughs> yeah, like, I'm why like, did you like out? the photo of him and his new girlfriend? To my best friend, I'm like I wasn't really mad. It was kind of a joke because she truly is like my sister. I'm like. Really? Yeah, because I get it. We I know. dated for two years and you like him, but you had to like the picture with a new girlfriend. You know, like, we all know what
2: everyone's doing, too, at any time. I know. And that gets back to, it's like, yeah, man, that like is real. Yeah. That's not just something, because when people try to have that as an excuse, like, oh, whatever, that's just Facebook – no, it's not. You made a decision. Yeah. That, that is a conscious like and it does matter. <laughs> it does. It hurt me. It hurt me deeply. Yeah. Okay. Let's answer. some. I love
0: everyone. Thank you for emailing me at feedback. me at text. Oh my God. We're like flying through this, but no. I thought you could help me with this, with this one. Um, it's about snooping. And, again, you can email me. And also on Twitter, I wanted to mention this. It's at sexwithemily. And then Instagram. I'm doing a lot more Instagrams. It's at sexwithemily and facebook.com slash sex with Emily. I get your questions however you send them. So this one is about snooping. Dear oh, Emily, man. Lindsay here from Los Angeles. Love your show and following your tips has truly helped me have the best sex in my life. I've done something that I know is wrong, but I also know many people still do it anyways. Snooping. Reading my boyfriend's emails and texts. I was hurt so bad in my last relationship that I look at this as an insurance policy. To my pleasant surprise, everything is pretty clean. However, I've discovered a couple small lies. One evening, he said he got a ride right home from, from work with his friend Mike. Turns out, was a female coworker I've never met. There's also been some flirty emails with past lovers that don't lead to anything, but he never just stops it with, hey, I've got a girlfriend now. I obviously can't bring up the snooping, and he hasn't broken any rules technically. But this doesn't make me feel very secure. What are your thoughts, Love Lindsay?
2: Whoa!
0: Now I feel like that. Every I get these, you know, we get them in love line. We get them. I show people are always people snoop, and they feel bad. But mm-hmm. but I feel like every time you snoop, you're probably going to find something. And have you ever snooped?
2: I actually haven't. Oh, that's which good. is I know, like I'm but, like uh, you
0: actively were like I could look, but I'm not yeah. going to.
2: Yeah. Very much so, because I know that my brain would just go to bad places, right? And so I preemptively don't. But I totally—I have a lot of friends who have, and I've also written stories about it too. So I, ha- yeah, yeah. So, it's a thing. so I
0: would suggest. I mean, so I want to know, Lindsay. I want to know from her, like, what what led her to snoop in the first place? Because you said he's a great boyfriend and everything is great. And has he ever given you any reason to doubt him in the past? And then studies say 77%, and this doesn't surprise me, 76% of women would look at their partner's email if it were left open. Survey says 69% of men said they do the same thing. So it looks like, but you don't. So you're in that minority.
2: Right. But that's because I'm kind of weird about that, though. And no, I well, think that like that it's that's true. Also, because she
0: said she feels it's true. It's a violation.
2: Yeah. And I think that's also that comes from just working in Cosmo for so long and kind of having all of that that brain it's like you have the brain too you know it's like you know where these things can go and right. so I just choose to not but I totally totally understand everybody who does her situation is hard though because I think that that's actually like I think that it really comes down to what you find when you right. snoop because if you find that he's cheating full-on right then hello abort, bring it up abort mission. abort mission exactly right. But if it's just like little things like that, that's a really tricky situation, especially the ride home from the female coworker. Yeah, who why did not he, didn't he just male. say right? Why Is would she gel- jealous? Like, I that. wonder if
0: Lindsay's a jealous person. So he just thought, well, I'm just gonna not tell her because I know she gets weird about other women. Like, I wonder if Lindsay. She said here she was hurt in her last relationship. Right? She said I was hurt in the past. Mm-hmm. That she looked so she so any I believe like I was never a jealous person, and I'm not. I'm, not, I'm actually not. I'm actually still not, but I went through a period. Like, in my 20s, I was dating a guy, and I found out he cheated on me. At the time, it's because he kept a list of everyone that he slept with in a drawer, and I saw the list, and I wasn't the last name on the list. Like, that's, like, so old school. It was, like, written down. But I still found it. And then after that, I started, like, doubting him and doubting people, and I, I let that go. I'm actually a pretty trusting person. but So she was hurt in mm-hmm. her last relationship, so it's a trigger, and she wanted just as an insurance policy. So I kind of get that. It's really hard to build trust again in, in, in men or in women if, if you've been hurt. But I think that she can't let her past relationship dictate dictate this new one, and um, but the problem is if she sits on it and doesn't tell him, which I guess why she she doesn't want to because then she's a snooper. Um, she could explode and attack him one day. Like you hold this as an arsenal. Like the yeah. next time he's to take, take out the trash, she'll be like, "Why don't you get a ride from your coworker?" You know, and you're like, what the <laughs> yeah. are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I know, totally. Right?
0: So Totally like blow up yeah. on him. So you know, um, I think that but, do th- I don't know. Should she? I think she should maybe admit it. That she snooped and say what she found and she won't do it again. But, they, but then people don't tell the truth either. Guys don't tell the truth. What's going to be like, oh, you
2: might say, well, I
0: thought you would get hurt.
2: Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. know. I On that one, my gut is know. to not bring it up and to just keep that in her mind and maybe just let him know going forward that she's kind of trying to get over her past relationship and that she's becoming less jealous because if it is that. If the situation was that he was saying that to protect her, if he doesn't feel like he needs to protect her as much, like if she is seeming more outwardly strong and, you know, not needing that, like maybe it will be better. Right, so maybe he won't, but then he's he's flirting with
0: the exes. But see, I always flirt with my my ex from 10 years ago. I don't want to sleep with him, but we send flirty texts all the time, but I think flirty, like it's just... It's fun, and if anyone picked up my phone, that if I happen to be in a relationship, they might be like, "Why are you doing that?" But it doesn't mean anything either. Right. I just sort of have these relationships with men. We make jokes, and I could see them taken out of context, and I wouldn't want anyone reading my messages. So yeah, maybe not Lindsay. Maybe she's got to work on her own her own jealousy issues and. I wouldn't – because the problem is, too, once you start checking, sometimes you keep checking,
2: too. Right. It's like stop like, checking for it sure. It becomes an
0: addiction. Yeah. And you're like, I got to check it again. I got to check it again. Is there anything else? Like, I know that. So I would either – Oh, yeah. yeah. So the choice is, Lindsay, either you stop, you don't snoop again, and you look at this relationship as it is in the moment, how it's going in the present day. Is he treating you well? Is he a good lover? God,
2: we haven't even gotten to sex. I know. What? Oh, it's already I know. No. We have one minute. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have like a minute. The only and thing we got to was you checking your phone during oral. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. I know. Damn. Why don't we Andy. make a move for that and then call it a day with the sex talk?
0: Okay. Do it. Well, what what we, should
2: the, what should it be called?
0: He didn't even care, though. He's so nice. He's like, I get it. I get it, babe. You got to get the newsletter out.
2: Like, how about Checkmate? <laughs> checkmate. Exactly. I literally did. I'm like,
0: I'm like, who would do that? He's not really my mate. He's my oral sex mate. All and right. he's my toy tester. Um, oh, God. I don't think we have time for more things. Annie, you're so awesome. And... We do. We have five. Okay. Should we do one? More? Is there anything else that you on your mind that you want to talk about, or should I read another email? Was there anything like you felt like you wanted to get into, or things you want to talk about that you're working on, like anything? I know the L piece. I can't the wait LPs, to read it. Yeah, that she just told me about when mm-hmm. she walked in, and the name of that is we'll have it on our site as well.
2: Generation validation. So that can affect.
0: That's, that's going to be huge. It just got posted.
2: It did. Well, I think two weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, We're it, it, it made the rounds. Yeah. I, love I really, really liked that story. Okay, good. I
0: want to check it out for sure. Um, but anything else that you've noticed or that you're interested in that you're working on right now?
2: I actually was. You're just... writing for everybody.
0: Annie's amazing. You're gonna see her <laughs> name everywhere. She's blowing up. Oh man, she's blowing up. It's... I mean, you're so successful at thirty that you have all that you can freelance and then you can do all this. I mean, just, I'm just impressed. So uh,
2: why, why? Thank you. Yes, I'm actually about to be thirty. I think that that's my game changer decade. I'm still 29, and I feel like I'm using this year to just kind of float between things and just see what I'm doing. Right. Which That's I cute. really recommend to everyone, by the did, way, to, yeah, if you can it swing too. it. Yeah. It's like – because I feel like you know I did all of my 20s in a corporate job and then – Was that at Cosmo? Uh, Cosmo, yeah. And I so was going to ask
0: you what you learned about – like how that changed your views of sex or what you learned about – I mean you started there when you were in your early 20s. Uh-huh. So did you know anything about sex? That's an interesting did you know topic. Anything? Right. I would, that was one of my – I have like 18 million questions oh. I didn't get to. But But did it change your views of sex or what you
2: learned or – it did of sex itself, the act, or just, oh, just of and dating do in your general. your personal life? Yeah, yeah it oh. um, it it affected me in some good ways, but also some bad ways. And I think that the bad ways is that I was um, I was the editor of this section called Manthropology, which was basically it was that. like all inside the male brain. I used to interview you for it all the right. time. I loved it. I loved it. I loved doing it so much. But I found that being the editor for it, I had to constantly be pitching ideas. So I kind of started analyzing guys more than I would normally do. And I would would become very nitpicky and I would see them do things. And instead of just like letting it go as just something that they do. Like, okay, so we did decode his Instagram. And yeah, it. it was hilarious. And so it was like, if he posts mostly nature shots, then that means he is a chill, boyfriend and right. if he posts mostly selfies you know that means that he's somewhat narcissistic and all of this stuff so i found myself it's like when i was dating people i would look at their instagrams and the, the full <laughs> screen it, right. and i would analyze them and i would be like wait do would i normally do this if i weren't writing this article right, exactly. I'm like is this like anti-brain or is this right. anti-cosmo brain like what's happening right now so it was you know it's a fine right. line to
0: i agree i do too. yeah right. i totally get it yeah and so um did you okay? So, what else is next? Are you working on anything else that you are we can talk about? Okay, so we sure. could do one more <laughs> I'm okay, doing a porn
2: story, which actually I oh, you should i been. really like to interview. Oh, what, yeah. yeah. Who's it, it for? <laughs> <laughs> New York Post.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. And porn watching habits.
2: Yeah, so it's actually based on this study that just came out, and it was like two weeks ago in the Journal of Oh God, like the some big Psychology journal. I'm forgetting, journal, whatever. Like whatever yeah, yeah, one of those like science based right. good ones. Um, and it found that guys who watch a lot of porn are actually less turned on by sexual stimuli in real life, which it's true. is, yeah, it's a it's total It's totally thing.
0: impacting the way yeah. men are relating to women and they're having more sexual dysfunction
2: mm-hmm. because of it. And I think that we've talked about this before because I wrote a story about this at Cosmo a couple of years ago, but this is now. A new updated study, and it's just oh, more info. It. Yeah, so talk.
0: How much longer are you in town? I want to. I know. know. I, Tinder I know. With you, I know.
2: <laughs> can we go to a bar <laughs> and just hit on random dudes? <laughs> yeah,
0: can we just go to a bar and dudes or just Tinder the whole time and have some guys? Yeah. There's another site Let's do that. that they were telling me about earlier. I know we got to wrap it up, but but there was some site they were telling us about. Grouper, have you heard this? You oh you groups yeah. of dates, mm-hmm. which is kind of how a lot of people date today. Anyway, they're like, "Hey, well, at least in San Francisco, like nobody asks you out." Talk about the difference between cities. Oh yeah, nobody approaches you in San Francisco. Like you don't get asked out. Here, it's like I'm walking in Whole Foods, some guy's like, "Hey, like let's go out <laughs> yeah. and, and I like it. I mean, it's nicer, but in San Francisco, it's like, "Hey, a bunch of my friends are meeting up. You want to meet up?" So that's what sounds like grouper is. But it's kind of nice because there's buffers. Yeah, it's like three people and three people who don't really know each other, but it's kind of like that table for six things that like, the dine. Like they used to do those dating sites that you all have lunch with like six people but oh yeah I don't know about I mean I don't know much well, about grouper, but I, I
2: do know it. I again I feel like I keep saying this but I did write a story about that at Cosmo about grouper and the big thing there is jealousy and so because they don't match you up it's like three girls go out with three guys but they don't say which guys oh. for which girl so the girls, it's like they're all friends, and they don't want to be competing with each other, but they totally are. So the it's girls like, are
0: friends, but the guys aren't? Or the guys and the girls are all friends? and they? Meet. No,
2: it's like normally it's the girls are friends, and they'll sign up for a three-pack, and the guys are friends, and they'll sign up for a three-pack. And so then it's like friends going out with friends, okay. but usually it's like three dudes and three guys – or three, three dudes and three girls. Right. So – with when you do it with your friends, it's like you don't want to be competing for the cute right. one or for the one that you obviously but all But you like. all like the same guy. So it's just kind of that's the one okay. I mean, ideally it would work out so that it's like these nice little even pairs, but like let's be honest, whatever okay. works out in whatever that Whatever
0: works for you. Just try a little bit of thing. <laughs> Annie Daly, it's Annie M as in masturbation. Sorry, it's first week. Sorry. <laughs> Daily, D A L Y on Twitter and on Instagram and you can check yeah. out all her great writings. She writes for everybody. L Thank adventure? you so much for having oh my God, me, I by love the having way. you. This I'm this so great. So fun. Post. I know, really fun. We've been talking about this. We've been excited. I um, know. Thank you, Anderson. and Thanks, Anderson. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Annie, so you know toys, sex toys. There are so many toys for women, but there is the number one selling sex toy for men is a masturbation sleeve. So it looks and feels like the real deal. Like men use their hands. They're so like, what the hell? What do I need a toy for? But feels really good some guys say it feels like actually having sex and my intern what? today gave one to her boyfriend and she's like I he's freaking out over it. he loves it they're like 24 and she's like and now I don't have sex with them I'm just like take your flashlight because it feels like <laughs> it. I know That's so awesome. so flashlight it is um you can feel the pleasure of having sex anytime not that you don't you won't ever want to have sex again but it's a little something to spice it up it can also help you last longer in bed they have a stamina training unit and you're masturbating at the same time, and you're learning to last longer in bed, which is really important for a lot of women. So, um, And you might experience some of the most mind-blowing orgasms of your life. And if you've ever fantasized about having sex with your favorite porn star, she probably has a Fleshlight shaped just like her intimate parts. So they're al- available in realistic flesh tone colors, and they feel amazing. So go to sexwithenly.com slash Fleshlight to get your Fleshlight now. That's sexwithemly.com slash Fleshlight.
3: Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger, host of the Art of Charm podcast, the number one dating and relationship advice podcast in iTunes.
0: I'm Emily Morse, host of the Sex with Emily podcast, the number one sex and relationship podcast on iTunes and at sexwithemily.com. And this is Just the Tip.
3: So what are some common mistakes that guys make during sex? I mean we hear all the time like guys make this, guys did that, da da. da. I think one of the most common things is guys have no idea what women want. Exactly.
0: That is a great mistake that many men great mistake. It's a great mistake. No, you're you're right on point with that. The guys assume that, you know, my last girlfriend wanted this, so she must want this and but I mean as you you know mature sexually you should never assume this. You should never make assumptions that, that every woman is the same. So what you gotta do is learn how to communicate with your partner and find out what she wants you do not know what this woman wants i'm telling you first time you have sex with her you have no idea
3: you have no idea like don't.
0: Really there's be, not like a universal thing that every woman likes except for maybe you know diamonds or something right but that's we're, we're talking about sex
3: okay and and what else
0: um the thing is is number two is that you have all she needs okay some women i'm telling you jordan they cannot have an orgasm with us in three thousand rpms no human tongue or fingers can generate that kind of vibration. But men think something's wrong with them if they need a vibrator. And I tell all g- women and guys, like, don't be intimidated by the vibrator. If that's what she needs to get off, right. bring the vibrator into the room. Have your own little threesome there with her and her vibrator. You know It's a lot less work for the guy and a lot more pleasure for her.
3: That makes sense. All yeah. right.
0: Um, yeah. And, you know, people can always go to goodvibes.com and use coupon code EMILY and get a discount on a um, vibrator.
3: Good to know. A little vibrator discount never hurts. And, you know, a lot of guys think that – Women think just like we do. So they're like... Kind of, we think that sex feels the same for us as it does for you?
0: Exactly. And that's a huge disconnect because when a man has sex with a woman, his penis goes into her body. So Is that how that works? Yeah. No, I'm oh. sorry. This is just, just sex one. That's mistake
3: number four. Exactly. You know.
0: But think about that. It's like off the charts and you just think guys are like, I can't imagine what that feels like. But And they can't imagine that that feeling isn't the same way for her. But the inside of the vagina is less sensitive than the outer parts for most women. So deep thrusting into the vagina isn't necessarily great for women. It's the outer two-thirds of the vagina that are most sensitive
3: so you don't want to bang on that cervix
0: no i mean some it feels good a little for a little bit but you want to mix it up all the time it does not feel the same way uh for women and the clitoris just because you're having sex you got to pay attention to the clitoris whether she uses her hands use your your hands or a vibrator but the clitoris most women need a clitoral orgasm before they even have another any other kinds of orgasms
3: good to know and we'll continue some of these sex mistakes next week if you guys want to learn more from The Art of Charm about dating, relationships, and even networking for business, visit us at theartofcharmpodcast.com or check us out on iTunes and follow me on Twitter at The Art of Charm.
0: And check out the Sex with Emily podcast at sexwithemily.com and on iTunes if you want to have the best sex of your life, that is. Also, follow me on Twitter at sexwithemily. Buying a car can be such a stressful experience, but TrueCar is changing car buying forever. TrueCar actually helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay, and that fear is the worst. Last month, over forty-five thousand cars were sold by the TrueCar certified dealer network, and TrueCar.com users save an average of three thousand forty-six dollars off MSRP. So, when you're ready to buy a car, you just gotta follow these three easy steps. That, if you want to save money, first go to TrueCar.com and find out what other people paid for the car. You're looking for then register at truecar.com to see upfront pricing information and then you lock in your savings third step totally simple all you do is you print out your true car savings certificate and then you take you to the true car certified dealer for a better hassle-free car buying experience who doesn't want that some features not available in all states and every day truecar.com users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings save time save money and never overpay. Why would you do that? Visit truecar.com today. That's truecar.com.